0: There. Welcome to episode 32 of the Communication Air Podcast. This is the community patch notes episode of Do We Need the Game Awards. But before we get into it, and before we introduce the guests, I need I have something happened this weekend that really annoyed me, and I think our guest will will uh, resonate with, with with them. So yesterday, around 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I get a message. Oh, no. Oh, come on, man. You don't have to do this. it says, bro, what's with your Eagles? And I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, what is this guy sending me this for? He likes the Broncos.
1: Yeah. I mean, they were doing alright. They were fine. And then, you know, they weren't. Uh, But, no, I... So... For the listeners, you can't see I am wearing a green shirt because, you know, Broncos are pretty much there out. So I got to root for someone, right? It's got to be the Eagles. <laughs>
2: It was a sad game last night, but you got to just look at the overall standings. That's what's yeah, real. still
0: best best record in the league. <laughs> they're not eliminated. I guess the Broncos aren't technically eliminated, but not technically, they're eliminated in my There's mind. There's a chance, but I'm like, I'm reading this message, and I'm like, I'm already mad because the Eagles are getting blown out, and then this Denver Broncos fan has the audacity to send me a message really like
1: that. I was surprised that you read it because I didn't think that you would be paying attention to your phone at all while watching the game. I was because I was depressed.
2: You got it. I mean, he had to avert his eyes. You can't be watching that.
0: Yeah. But uh, now to get in more into the show, to introduce our <laughs> guest, uh, you know her as Forrest Minish, Rebecca. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. How are you?
2: Hi, thanks so much for inviting me. This is such a fun time of year for gaming, um, and so I'm glad that you asked me to be on the show so that we can talk about it.
1: Well, so you have had a lot of uh, tweets recently that I think that have caught up some attention, but just first and foremost, uh, since we are all Nintendo fans, I think we have to know the tweet that you put out recently. <laughs>
2: I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Super Mario
1: Sunshine is better than Galaxy. And before you answer, I want you to know, I love Sunshine. I think that it is such a wacky game. The music is iconic. It's it's unlike any other Mario game. Um. But it is a broken game. It's very difficult. The levels without flood is a mess. Was that, were you trolling? Do you actually believe that? It was. That?
2: Definitely a bait post. I love getting people riled up on Twitter. Uh, But it's really interesting to see because there were a really large number of people who were like, yes, preach it. You're so right. And I don't know who was scarier, the people who were like yelling at me because they thought I was wrong or the people that were like, oh, my God, you're so right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because like... uh I know before we got the 3D collection, I was all about Sunshine, and I I just remember playing that as a kid and just really enjoying it. And then when we got to replay it, it's like, oh, no, this game is not as good as I (laughs) thought it was. Like, I still love Uh, it for what it is, but it's yeah.
2: The 3D collection was actually the first time that I played both of those games, like, in their entirety. Nice. Uh, So that was, yeah, that was my first introduction to both of those. And um, I think definitely one has aged better than the other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not Sunshine.
0: (laughs) Well, we have our own debate about a a Mario game that we always ask the guest, which I think I forgot two weeks in a row or two times in a row. Super Mario Bros. 3 or Super Mario World?
2: I have a bias for World because that was the only Mario game that I grew up with for many, many years. That was the only Mario game that I ever played. And it was one of my first games because the Super Nintendo was my first console. So I didn't play uh, Mario Bros. 3 until I was an adult.
1: And then what did you think of it when you played it?
2: It was fine. It oh was good. My it was God. Mario. I don't know. It's no secret that I'm not like a huge Mario fan for as big of a Nintendo fan that I am. Mario has never been like one of my favorites, but you just got to love Super Mario World. The sprites, you know, Yoshi, the all the sounds like it's just so mm-hmm. good.
0: The Super Nintendo was my first console as well. But Super Mario Bros. 3 is superior in every way.
1: <laughs> but it is if a we... classic. I'll give you that. If we look at the results right now, Johnny, <laughs> yeah, Super Mario I don't World. Think any, I don't think anybody chose. Nobody has chosen <laughs> Super Mario Bros. 3, and that's just because it's not that great of a game. Oh, my God. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's now, I will
2: blasphemy. say that Mario World doesn't have the frog suit, and that yeah. is a negative for it.
0: True. 3 has the best power-ups, I think, still. I w- Well, out of all the Mario games? It has the frog suit. That's like way up. Uh, <laughs> but you that was it has the boot. It has The boots awesome. The Tanuki, the actual Tanuki suit that was the first time we saw it. Yeah. The Hammer Bro suit.
1: Johnny 3D World has a cat suit. That's good. That's a good point. That's a really yeah, good power. See? <laughs> see? Anyway, but, uh, this is
0: not a, okay, here's another thing that I saw on X which I think both of you saw. This is uh-huh. not a Nintendo podcast, even though it's hosted by two Nintendo <laughs> fanboys who <laughs> primarily play Nintendo games and all of the guests, most of the guests primarily like Nintendo. This is not a Nintendo podcast. So don't get mad at us for not talking about Nintendo right away. Okay.
2: <laughs> They're going to get I mad say- that you talked about the Eagles.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: I mean, we, I, we don't
0: get into I, the actual
1: topic for like at least 10 minutes. Well, I think it's <laughs> nice to know like what the hosts are doing or who they are, because Clearly otherwise not. you just jump into the dance into the monkey dance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's all that they want us to do is perform for them. That's that's
2: been a criticism of my podcast, too, and I I agree with you. The podcast that I listen to, I like to hear what the hosts have been up to because you you can listen to anybody talk about video games, but you only listen to your favorite podcast because you enjoy the host. I don't know. You want to have a connection and know what they've been up to, know what they're interested in. I like when they share their personalities, so you guys keep doing you and talk about what you want to talk about.
1: And there
0: there are like Nintendo podcast there are a dime a dozen. Like there are you could throw a rock and hit a Nintendo news podcast. (laughs) So I we're trying to enrich your lives with
1: seeing what else is out there. Exactly. And uh Johnny, where can people find our personalities? Can we do some (laughs) server maintenance? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, we'll do some server maintenance real quick. We have Big news that's going to
0: happen in a day, but I don't want to announce it until it actually happens. But it will happen tomorrow. <laughs> well, right. when this goes live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but make sure you leave five star reviews on Apple and Spotify. Also follow on Spotify. Uh, you can do that. You can, I don't. You can subscribe on Apple. Also subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter X. Instagram. Oh my god, there's so much stuff.
1: Just all this stuff. It's Calm Error Podcast. You'll be able to find <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't know. It's all the regular housekeeping stuff. Uh, Rebecca, we brought you on. We thought that you would be the best for uh, if we need the Game Awards, uh, because a lot of people pro- probably don't know this, but in your a Twitter bio it says Jeff Keeley will be attending my funeral do you care to explain what that bio is about
2: uh oh man was it I think it was two years ago now I can't even remember I don't I think it was not this past game awards but the year before that um I was watching the game awards and I was so angry and I was like live tweeting the whole thing and I tweeted something like, um, when I die, I want Jeff Keeley to um, be the one to bury me so that he can let me down one more time. <laughs> and I didn't even tag him or anything. like It was just like a normal tweet. Like, you know, how I just put crap out there. And, um, you know, I finished watching the Game Awards and I went to bed and I woke up and like the tweet had blown up. It was because Jeff Keeley had replied to it and said, OK, I'll be there. <laughs> so now it's like become like an on running joke that like he will be going to my funeral. So when I die, he'll be there. He'll be the one to let me down one last time.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think it was a good clap back either way. Like if he was upset or if he was just like, I don't care. But the response was pretty good.
0: Like he probably gets stuff like, you see stuff like that all the time. And he just decides to randomly. This is the
2: one that I'm going to pick on.
0: (laughs) Also, I feel jealous It's fun because so Rebecca, he, he called you out. But cheesy was also on the Game Awards a few years ago.
1: Yeah, kind of. Kind but now, of. like, I I I,
0: what do I have to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I've, been, I using, I've been using the TikTok filters. Maybe he'll notice me. There you go. Notice me, senpai, please.
1: Yeah, because my—I mean, mine's not like. It's more bragging rights, but it was the 2019 TikTok celebrate gaming, whatever. And then I was like, I'll make a video. I'm on TikTok. I followed the rules of all the sounds that you could use. And I was like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then that was the one that won. But like on the awards night, it's pretty funny if you go back and look at it because he couldn't care less. He's just like, okay, here's this TikTok gaming contest, and cheesy C64 is the winner of the night, or whatever. It was like just glossed back, over it. <laughs> back to games, you know, and I completely he understand. He knows who
2: you are now. That's your like three seconds of fame.
1: Right. <laughs> so, uh, do we need the game awards? Just as a whole, like we can get into the whole topics at hand, but. Are the Game Uh, Awards necessary?
2: That's a big question. Uh, You know, I think in the grand scheme of things, nothing's necessary. Uh, I Mm -hmm. think it definitely has its benefits. I think it also has its negatives. Um, I don't know. I think that's up to each person to decide, but I don't know. We'll talk about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you want to get into what you like about the Game Awards?
2: I think it definitely has more benefits now that E3 is gone because, to me, I feel like one of the biggest draws of the Game Awards is that it is a, like, pinpoint, you know, a, a one, one place in one moment in time that everybody can come together and it's not just one gaming company, it's kind of a mix of everything. And it is a it supposed to be a celebration, uh, you know, of the industry as a whole and recognizing things and looking forward to what's coming ahead. And I think that, um, you know, since E3 has kind of gone by the wayside, Keeley, among others, have been trying to fill in that gap, you know, in the summer, but mm. uh, nothing really, you know, it's it's still it feels like it's all over the place at that time of the year. And so this is, you know, this one place in time where, uh, you know, everyone can just like come together and celebrate and complain and you know moan and whine and laugh and cry and do everything together as a community and I think you know it's nice to have that
0: yeah
1: Yeah. I mean even if it is complaining or celebrating like you're saying or it it is nice to have that community um you said supposed to what are you what are you referring there
2: I definitely think that the show itself, uh, you know, even though it's not new, the Game Awards has been going on for um, you know some years now, uh, could benefit from some improvements. Uh, I know that criticism in the past. It's, it's so long. It is such a long mm-hmm. show. It really doesn't need to be so long. You see, it's two and um, a half to
0: three hours long.
2: I think so. They, I think they. It confirmed. always feels like longer. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I think they confirmed it's going to be two and a half. To three hours long, you know,
2: and so wow. much of that is filled with, um, not even like game reveals, but just commercials, you know, mm-hmm. for stuff that you know people it's not new, it's just advertisements in our face. Mm. Um, you know, Nintendo feel Switch like has it's games marketing at us, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it doesn't do as much of the celebrating the games that I feel like a, an award show should be
1: doing. I mean, is that most award shows is that it's it not definitely really is.
2: It's not. Yes, it's not limited to just the game awards. It's the reason why I can't watch the Grammys or, you know, anything like that. It's just it's it's so much advertising in your face and not enough of like the actual um, highlighting, you know, the, the games, The you mm-hmm. know, what, what we want to see, what we're there for.
0: Yeah, sadly, it costs money to put like this show on. So I guess he has to pay for it somehow. I mean, mm-hmm. Gonzo I is going to be there. Task.
2: It's a huge task.
1: Gonzo's going to Gonzo, be there. Gonzo's a presenter. I oh. mean, he, <laughs> he's not cheap. So. I'm sure. I'm sure he's
2: not. <laughs> yeah. But no, no I mean. Um, it... you know... Go ahead. No, I think there's a lot of things, you know, about the Game Awards that I do look forward to each year. Like, I always look forward to, you know, the orchestrated concert uh, that they have, you know, that really highlights the soundtracks of the games and um you know I feel like everybody does expect you know one or two really big world premieres you know that they get excited for um you know so there are things that that I really do enjoy about it um I think the event could use some work though
1: (laughs) yeah yeah um we had uh in our community we had somebody that said um Bozo in Discord said, I really wish that there was a category for best new game mechanic or something of the sort to reward innovation and in game design. There's a lot of categories for presentation outside the gameplay, acting, narrative, music, etc., but hardly any that pertain to the core differing aspects of the medium. And I, I kind I of agree with that, that. That's a
2: good. That's a really good point. Uh, you know, the categories I think could use some work. Uh, you know, they they feel like obviously there should be you know best whatever of the genre. Um,
1: mm-hmm. You
2: know, but I think there are some categories that either just don't make sense or they put two things together that like really sh- like don't they put fighting and racing games together or something yeah. like that? And it's or like sp-
0: not sports and so racing. How do
2: you how, how do you pitch? You know. Uh, you know street fighter against forza like it just it doesn't make sense to me they're too i always feel that way with like the
1: the, the, like uh golden globes they do that with comedy and musical and i was just like that's two completely different things
2: yeah you can can have a musical that's not funny at all like yeah yeah um so you know and i know there can only be so many categories there can only be so many awards but you know I, i i wouldn't mind to see something um you know along the lines of um of of uh something that that outlines that particular um you know theme of it or you know and i know that there was a lot of criticism of the indie category this year and how Mm -hmm. uh what was it dave the diver is not considered to be an indie game but fits under that category in the game awards Somehow, you know, and I I think that (laughs) instead of doubling down and saying, you know, well, an indie game can mean lots of different things to lots of different people, maybe that's an opportunity to break up that category, you know, and say, okay, well, instead of an indie of the year, let's say, you know, small budget of the year under so much money, you know, a double A game of the, you know, just break it up into creative ways. I think that needs some work.
1: Yeah, we talked a lot about that last week and how, yeah, yeah, I mean, because it's it doesn't make any sense. But the fact that Keely said that indie means many different things to many people and that's what the jurors decided on was an indie game. It's like, well, that doesn't have me feeling good about the rest of the categories because, you know, what? After that, like, do they know what it is that they're voting for? And even the developer of Dave the Diver was like, this isn't an indie game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to proceed to keep going with it, but not define it further. You know, I still don't know what an indie game means to, I guess, whoever made the decision that Dave the Diver is an indie game. Um, You know, so I think it it definitely needs some work in that regard. Pixel, so best, best pixel, you know, I don't know. I yeah. think you can find a way to, to make that work if that's really what you want that category to be. Um, you know, I mean, when, when you think about it, are when other you, indies that don't count as that.
0: When you look at Dave Diver, if you did, not like, I didn't know it wasn't an indie until this whole story came out. I didn't know that it was backed by some major publisher. Mm-hmm. Just by looking at it. And then I don't know if that's, on me. But I, I would think like how many pan, how many judges does he have? Two hundred or something? Or advisors?
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty
0: widespread, yeah. So you would think that they would have been like, hey, no, that's actually not an indie that somebody
2: game. Somebody would have. Well still, you know, it's his show and I, I think that, you know, even if other people were voting for that, maybe he as the show you know, the show runner could say, look, like this doesn't qualify for this category. What if all two hundred of them voted for, you know, a game that's clearly not an indie, what if they all voted for Fortnite for it? You know, does that, because they all voted for it, does that mean that it should be? No, it doesn't work that way. Um, you know, but I, I think you bring up a good point that I think a lot of people genuinely did not know at first that Dave the Diver wasn't an indie game just because they might not be familiar with the title. I think the Game Awards is also a really good, um, you know, educating uh, uh, platform because you're learning more about games. You know, you found out about how Dave the Diver wasn't an in indie. Maybe, you know, other people are learning other things about games through this. One of the things that I really like about it is the, um, the, the uh, I forget what the category is called, the Games for Impact, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that category because I always find myself resonating with the games that are nominated for that category, but they always find games that I haven't heard of um, somehow. So I usually use that uh, that category as like, a list to, you know, here's what I'm gonna play next year, because uh, they they do a good job of finding interesting games that I have never heard of that really resonate with me. And for some reason, they really only do it with that category, you know, every other category, it's like, okay, I've heard of all of these games before, they don't really highlight some of the lesser known games that might be as good, uh, just maybe weren't as popular. Um, Mm. So I think it is, you know, a big popularity contest in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, even yeah, like the indie
0: category, that like you know of the indie games. Like, yeah, they are the they are the popular indie games. It's not mm-hmm. something out of left field, uh, and yeah, and every every other category is pretty much the same five or six mm-hmm. games. There's not much, and I I talked about the games for impact because I think that's such that's an important category. Um, For various reasons, that one and accessibility, I just hope that they don't uh, gloss over them this year.
1: I mean, they kind of already have is the problem is like when they announced the the nominees for accessibility, they didn't say like how these games are accessible to gamers like what is I'm it that I'm so
2: glad that you brought that up because that has been a big criticism that I've had about that category every single year um you know because I love that category I love that they that they want to highlight that in games because I do think it's so important but I haven't played every single game in that category and I want to know you know what did this game do that made it qualify for this what mm-hmm. what put this on this list did they you know, do something that others aren't doing? Did they really go out of their way to solve a problem that other games aren't doing? I definitely agree with you, Jeezy, that, you know, that that just give me a sentence or two as they announce each of the games, you know, that this game is nominated because XYZ uh, would just go such a long way, I think. I know they don't have, you know, all, we're, we're making the game longer, the show longer <laughs> by doing yeah. that, you know, but I think that's so important.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you solve that problem because you, you brought up a good point. Like, there's so many things that we want added to the show, but then that's I just going to make it even longer. And let's be honest, most people aren't going to care about Even those. if they
2: put it on their website, like, when the, when you're voting. Because I think if you go on there right now, you know, to vote, you know, how many people are just voting for their favorite game in that category and not which game is most accessible, you know, has the best accessibility. Um, if they, you know, took a paragraph and explained it, I think people can make, you know, a more informed decision on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They I don't do that,
2: that for the drawers. I hope the drawers get that at least. You know, at yeah. least then they're not they're not picking their favorite game.
1: Yeah. What are you yeah, doing, John? The,
0: the games in this category, uh, it's like Diablo Four, Forza, High fi Rush, Spider Man Two, Mortal Kombat One, Street Fighter Six. Like they're all big games. I would say, love to
2: know, like, what Forza is doing, for example. Yeah. Like, what yeah. what are they doing that the competition's not?
1: I don't know. I mean, it's just, I was, I saw a tweet that uh, somebody asked, "Well, when is the pre-show start?" And Keeley said, "Well, I wouldn't really call it a pre-show, uh, but it starts at this time." And it's like, that's what it is, though, because I mean, you gloss over. You're just like, these are the nominees, and the winner yeah. is. Here and, and then, they even
0: have like the little timer up at the top that says free <laughs> yeah. show, the real show starts yeah. in 30 minutes. Yeah,
2: With all the awards that nobody cares about, like you know, best esports player, best esports coach, best you know, all those things that. But then
1: they get into some could. categories I think people do care about, like best multiplayer, best family game. Uh, you only care about bo- best multiplayer job? because Splatoon won last year, that's the only reason. I mean, <laughs> a win is a win, you know. You take those. <laughs> what were you saying, Rebecca? I
2: have, I have a bone to pick with the best family game, you know, as well. Um, just Please, that the like Nintendo the category. Nintendo award, yeah, yeah the, the Nintendo award. We're like, it might not even necessarily be a great family game. Like, I don't think single-player games should really count for best family mm-hmm. game if family i want to be playing it with my family yeah now are they trying to say best family friendly game because that's a totally different thing in my opinion i agree um so i don't know i don't know i know i know i know Pick- I was going to say Pikmin is up for that right now, right? And yeah. um, I did play some multiplayer uh, Pikmin 4 this year. love Pikmin 4. Great game. Is it best family game? Absolutely not, because you know that your little brother or sister is going to be the one with the pebble pitcher because you can't play as two characters when you're playing through the game, and they have to be the pebble pitcher and just shoot little pebbles at the enemy and like barely do any damage, and somebody has to get stuck with that. That's not a good family game.
1: No. I also they could don't have done really... so
0: much more there's so many captains in that or there's so many characters in that game yeah, yeah. I hear ya. like how yeah. do you not do that i mean he had it in three like why wow. mm-hmm.
1: that's a whole it's also other episode
0: <laughs> true because
1: <laughs> it's not even a great introduction into gaming like even if you're giving it to your your little sibling or whatever like that's not fun for them to just be hitting a a button over and over i guess
2: that's it's an afterthought kind of, I mean, and that shouldn't yeah,
0: be a yeah. family game is, yeah. is mario wonder fun to play with your family like
1: i that co-op is just kind of chaos yeah i don't know i mean in my opinion <laughs> yes i think it's better than pikmin uh but the the were you sleeping on the couch that night what When you when you played Super Mario Bros
0: with your wife, were you sleeping on the couch after that night?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I mean, like it was more frustrating, I think, for the both of us, just because it doesn't really explain the crown mechanic is annoying because you don't know who has the crown. You don't know if it's like, oh, this person got more coins or they're in the lead or they touched the flagpole on the last level. Um, So whoever has the crown, that's who the camera is on and Mm. it makes it really difficult for some levels. And, and even if it wasn't just me and my wife that were playing, if it was like little kids and you're trying to get them to follow along or they're the ones that have the crown and you're trying to explain, okay, you need to move forward so we can keep seeing the rest of the, of the level. That's, I I don't know. I just don't think it's really that great of a a family game. It's better than Pikmin 4 but it's it's kind of disappointing I, I think it's a good like multiplayer game you know like online like it's uh it was fun to see how other people completed levels and and the way that they played. Well, didn't complete
0: levels because somebody was stuck <laughs> playing, what was that goomba level that somebody couldn't figure out how to get past
1: the first pipe
0: cheesy yeah
1: yeah, no, no. that was, it was just hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I completely... Once I was done with Mario Wonder, we returned to it, like, a couple of weeks ago on the Nintendo PowerCast and just were uh, playing that Goomba level on the special world, and I completely forgot, like, how Mario is supposed to move and, like, the best, like, jump combos you can do, and I don't know. I just... I guess I played it and then kind of left it because that's Wonders great, but it's it didn't have long staying power.
0: The uh the one thing that I thought about after we talked last week was there's not really any transparency on who wins these awards. Like how do they
1: get determined? Right, because we talked about how there's like um best game direction, but they don't talk about who is actually nominated. They just say the game that is nominated, oh. but we don't actually get to learn about those people. Well, I right. meant more people voting, like, how the winners get chosen, not, like, who... Oh, I guess that part, too. I don't know. Because we do have a say in it, the people have a say in it, but then the jurors...
2: There, There is a jury. Um, I think on the website it tells you all of the... um. The, the websites, there's, like, representatives from, from websites across the world. If you go on the website... Oh, yeah, okay, I
0: see. There's a jury the section.
2: Yeah. Now, I don't know about, like, the breakdown for that. You know, it doesn't say, like, specifically the names. Like, Digital Trends has, a, you know, somebody from, from them has a say. Easy Allies, somebody from them has, has a say. Game Informer, Giant Bomb... All right, so the goal is to get on this ice. list.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. SEIGs uh, on here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We had a comment uh from no less guy that said if you could add any category to this year's game awards, what would you add and what five games should be nominated for that category? Best DLC/expansion slash would be a solid nod instead of lumping some of those into ongoing cough cough Cyberpunk.
2: Yeah, I, I've always thought that that should be, you know, a distinction because ongoing, I feel like, you know, it's so hard to know ongoing versus, you know, a game that gets DLC. Like, I see Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as an ongoing game. Yes, it's yeah. like a DLC pack, but, you know, this is a game that's been ongoing for years now. Um, you know, so uh, that distinction it feels like some muddied waters there. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know about like any brand new category, but there are some ones like that that I would like to break up. I'm glad that they do break up Best Indie and Best Debut Indie, um, just mm-hmm. because I feel like that is kind of the more pure indie category, the the debut indie game, um, category. Um, oh, there was there was another one that I thought. Let me take a look at the list here. Um...
1: We have had a problem with. Uh community what what is that one best community support yeah community support oh, because yes, basically and- what they're saying is like oh sorry your game wasn't completed when we released it but we're gonna work on it and then they get rewarded for it afterwards um so we definitely think starfield is gonna be there next year
2: <laughs> probably probably or um the fact that destiny 2 is nominated for that and their entire community support staff was laid off right before oh, it was yeah. to be you know all of the people that helped make you know it, it possible for this game to be in the category are now no longer working yeah. um you know for 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 the company uh, a little ironic there but, um, yeah, that's definitely, I guess, celebrating something that necessarily shouldn't be celebrated. Um, oh, that's a good question for, like, a brand new category. I want so
0: we'll to see... Really like, isn't there a pub, There's a publisher one, isn't there? I thought there used to be... Like What, like, best publisher? Best publisher. Maybe not. I, I feel don't like there used it. to
2: be a category.
0: But, like, there's not many that talk about the actual developer. Like, I, I guess if your game gets nominated, then your your development company gets nominated as well. But, I don't mm. know, some some something related to, like, Best Publisher, or I'm pretty sure that used to be a thing.
2: I'm sure it was. Or maybe, like, another, um, you know, award show probably does something similar to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Just another category that Nintendo can win. All right. Best game with Link in it.
2: (laughs) I guess I'm not so good at thinking up uh, up of brand new ones because I just want to keep splitting up some of these categories like best RPG. Like I do wish that turn based was its own thing just because I know some really good ones got snubbed this year, like Octopath Traveler 2. didn't get a nomination because you have stuff like like Baldur's Gate and Starfield in here that like. You know yeah they're rpgs but you know i don't know i want my sea of stars and my octopath to, to, to shine a little bit more
1: <laughs> yeah no i agree and you uh you brought up that you know it really hasn't been a great year for gaming in the sense of the people that are working in games do you think Keely will mention that at all. I mean, like this is supposed not to be a, a celebration of gaming, and I, I, it's a huge disservice. He will not mention
2: w- anything that has anything to do with any controversy at all, which is why the Jeff Keely will let me down to my grave one last time. Tweet was born <laughs> because he, um, he will not touch anything that is controversial with a ten foot pole,
0: especially something that will hit his sponsors, like. If, yeah. if you know he goes after activision like he's not going to get money from activision anymore yeah, yeah. so it's unfortunate can't because
2: Bungie, can't criticize yep can't do any of that
0: yeah it's unfortunate because it it should be talked about like there's how many I, tens of thousands of people are laid off this year i think mhm in the in the really, game industry which is
2: it's crazy because of how you know fiscally successful this year was in games to to, to lay off the people who made that possible it's it's just so unfortunate
1: yeah and and you've been very vocal lately about just women in the gaming space and how you don't feel they're being respected at all they're not showing up to awards or being nominated for some some awards um how do we I know it's kind of a broad question, but how do you fix that? Like, what what is it that they need to do or what? I don't yeah. know.
2: I think definitely that has been a big criticism of a lot of these award shows. Um I, I think it was this past uh, Summer Games Fest. There was the big criticism that uh there weren't any, you know, w- women on stage at all, w- whether it be presenters or or, um, developers or, you know, whatnot. And, um, you know, I do think that the people who are the showrunners for these types of events do have that responsibility, you know, to make sure that a diverse, you know, range of voices is being heard, whether that be women, you know, people of color, um, just because of how I, I think this industry really, naturally favors, um, white men and, you know, that's, that's okay. Uh, but I would love to hear more of, you know, those voices that are leading, you know, raise up other voices, because I do think that this would be a really boring industry if it, you know, we didn't have women voices and, and, and people of color, uh, voices, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, making games and, and, um, you know, uh, promoting different aspects of games, um, you know. So I I do hope that people like Keeley, uh, you know, keep that in mind and and want to highlight, um, you know, some of this awesome work that's out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was really uh, atrocious, uh, embarrassing, uh, just disgusting. Some of the the comments that you were that you were <laughs> receiving just talking about this, just the topic right of just
2: yeah women
1: gaming and it's i
2: a lot of the comments that i got were were you know because i i said exactly that like i do think that you know the, the the people who do have these positions of power tend to be white men and i don't you know people took that as i hate white men which is not what i said i said that they have you know powerful voices and it would be nice for them to use those voices you know to to lift up those who maybe aren't traditionally listened to as much um uh and and some people don't like hearing that and that's okay uh you know but i it was in response to um that one publication that listed the top um most influential uh i forget exactly what it was most influential voices in gaming in the past three decades or decade or whatever it was and not a single woman was on the list and um i i think that surprised a lot of people because there are many women that definitely could have appeared on that list without you know uh having to dig too deep or trying to you know find a way to to squeeze a name in i think there are lots of natural options for that and so um the fact that that list you know, was published without that is, it was just surprising. And, um, you know, it makes me wonder who are the people who, you know, are, are making these decisions. And I do think that, you know, they have a responsibility to make sure that all the voices are being heard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and,
0: and we, you know, me and cheesy are, are white men. So we, we haven't really had to face that type of adversity. And I don't think uh, people really think about it. I, they don't want to see they don't want to see their privilege but and, and they they get angry when somebody shows them their privilege. Uh, but I think we need to to be more welcoming and, and diverse in the gaming community because it's huge like there's so many so many gamers out there that you know it's all it's all not just white men.
2: I think a lot of people would be surprised, you know, to know that some of their favorite games were made by women or people mm-hmm. of color. And I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people don't think about it. And, um, you know, I I think in a perfect world, we don't have to think about it. But, you know, it's not a perfect world. And, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, people like you guys do a really great job of, of, you know, lifting up people. And I wish everybody did that. And I wish that you know, people who were the, the most powerful voices did that a little bit more. Um, you know, but all we can do is, you know, do our own part and do one step at a time. And, you know, I appreciate your guys' efforts and, and perspectives in doing that.
0: The one the one thing that I'm going to, that I find interesting and, and it just released, just came out. A GTA 6 has a female person of color protagonist.
1: And that's awesome. A lot of so. people are
2: mad. A lot of people are mad about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, really? Like, that's something that we're discussing. But of course, it is. Like, it, it, I don't know. That kind of stuff is just so silly. Why does it matter?
0: But see, it's a huge. It's, on, it's a huge deal, though, right? It, yeah. To have to have a, an IP that big, have show that uh, there's sh- there should be diversity is a big deal, and I think. Hopefully, that's going to reach an audience.
2: This is going to be the biggest game of the decade. And, you know, I think it is going to tell a story that doesn't get... How many... um, And I I just briefly watched the trailer before we started recording. Um, It's... um, Is it a Latina character? Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: How many, you know, female Latina game characters can you name right now? (laughs) Like... Yeah. Probably not any, um, maybe one or two listeners, anyone, Um, you know, and it is a voice that doesn't get to be heard too often. And um, I think that's wonderful. I want to play more games like that. I want to play games where, you know, um, maybe I identify with one aspect of the character because she's a woman. um, But, you know, I want to learn more, you know, about that type of character's background and that type of character's experiences. And, you know, there's a number of ways that you can do that beyond gender and race, of course. Um, you know, but um, how many people are going to be identifying with those aspects of of this character? And, you know, I, I do think that's really awesome.
1: Let me ask you a question, because, as Johnny said, we're white men. So sometimes when talking about topics like this, you don't want to, like, speak out of turn or speak on the behalf of the other party right so you want to bring attention to it but you also don't want to make it worse or say anything that is i don't know not true um but i have had a thought recently or for a while now i guess and i don't know if this is if this helps if it should just be its own thing i think that Uh, women that are gamers that use like gamer girl as their tag or whatever, like they're a gamer girl, shouldn't be a thing. It should just be gamer. Like, I don't think that it is actually helping women's case at all because it's like you're separating yourself and that's cool. Like if you want to have your own thing that says, Hey, this is for us, that's fine. But also, like, we're not gamer guys. Yeah, I think that's
2: a good point. Um, You know, and I think a lot of people, you know, might do that because they they do find it as this is what makes me a little bit different. This is, um, you know, a community that maybe I want to find more people who are like this. Um, You know, it could be a way, you know, for somebody to signal, hey, you know, like I'm looking for other girls that are, you know, want to play the same types of games as me, um, you know, the same way that uh, that that people would about anything else about their their culture, for example. Um, You know, maybe they want to just highlight that aspect of them, you know, to celebrate it, because in this case, it I guess it counts, you know, it is a minority type of position, um, you know, depending on on what games that they're playing. Um, you know, so I think they, they might want to do it because they're proud of it. Um, you know, or want to embrace that, that aspect of, of who they are.
1: Mm -hmm. I I guess I didn't think about it as just like, that's a community that you can find easily.
2: Yeah. And I know some people try to avoid it. They'll try to, you know, not use their their real name, you know, when they're playing games they, they won't, um, you know, they will use something very gender neutral. They won't use voiceover games because, you know, they, they don't want to become, you know, the target of of any kind of harassment or let people know, you know, that they're a woman, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I think there are others that do want to highlight and celebrate that.
1: I mean, you said earlier, we just got to take it one step at a time and and to Keeley's credit, you know, <laughs> he's got stuff to work on, but uh, the Game Awards at one time were uh, really sexist um, and it uh, didn't help in, in the slightest, uh, made fun of gamers. So it's, I think, headed in a better direction than it was. But yeah, there's still things that have to be improved. Um, how do you feel about it this year? Are you excited to watch them? Is there any hype for you? Is it just another award show? Are you going to watch it?
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. I'll have it on. Um, you know, I... I... It's definitely the kind of thing where I'll be doing other things while I watch it, um, you know, and and trying to find as many opportunities to meme on it as possible. Let's (laughs) see, you know, how many funny tweets and complaining I can do this year, Um, you know, but uh, it it is better in a lot of ways. I do think that, you know, we have have uh, come a long way, Um, you know, and I I do think uh, going back to to your other point uh, that, you know, you guys are doing a great job of, you know, just listening and, and taking in feedback and, you know, just as, as a whole, I think as long as we're learning, um, you know, that's progress. If you're willing to, you know, listen and, and open up and, and, and learn there, that's the best possible thing that anybody can do. Um, you know, cause nobody's going to know everything. You know, I think yeah. that, you you know, the question that you asked is, is, is very okay. And, um, I wish that people would ask more questions instead of, you know, just to make assumptions or form an opinion without getting thoughts from, from others and, um, spewing it out into the the internet world.
0: When Um, I, uh, when I was growing up, I grew up in a small, very small town in, uh, Pennsylvania and we were not very, I don't know what what the correct word would be, but weren't very knowledgeable and we weren't very diverse. There was not a, a lot of diversity in our town. So I had all these ideals and my family like put on me, but ever since like going to college and in the relationship I've had, like it's helped me see a lot of like, Oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't look at things this way or like, why would I even think that that was okay in the first place? So Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: The best thing you can do is talk to people and learn. Like, I feel like a lot of people are just afraid of what they don't know. And, you know, you, um, like you said, like you, with the diversity aspect of it, you can't help where you grew up and you maybe just didn't know a lot of people from different backgrounds and, and you know, stuff that you didn't grow up with. And, um, you know, you might have opinions on that until you go out and meet people and talk to people. And, and then it's, it's, um, you know, not... Not so unfamiliar then. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And, you know, I don't know how that ties back to the Game Awards, but it's it's just a good lesson (laughs) overall.
0: (laughs) Well, Cheesy asks you if you're going to watch it. Uh, Are we getting Nintendo stuff? Are we getting anything Nintendo? Nintendo
2: stuff, like announcements for new games?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I think so. They usually have something. What was it? The Mario movie last year? Uh, some years before oh. that, we had the Bayonetta reveal. Um, the
1: Mario movie was uh, last year? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was last oh, year yeah. with Teresa. And then I guess the we discovered trailer. the engaged DLC also was at the Game uh, Awards.
2: Okay. Before the game um, even came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we'll get something. I don't know that we'll get anything like huge or groundbreaking because I do think, you know, if they if they have plans to reveal new hardware next year, I think they're going to want like their biggest announcements saved for whatever that presentation is going to be. Um, you know, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe, you know, we get a a trailer for that um new Princess Peach game or if uh, you know, we get a reveal for Prim- Metroid Prime 2 and 3 you know, something like that, uh, you know, would be pretty cool. Um, so Mm -hmm. I think something, nothing huge, but I think this will be like one of the, one of the quieter years for them.
0: Do you think, so there's that rumor out there of a Zelda game by the end of the year. Do you think it's a shadow drop a wind waker? I saw that. Oh, okay. I do have to call something out too. Hold
1: on. I think Rebecca knows something.
2: I don't know anything.
0: You don't. But no, I have to call something out. I saw a picture, and it was not appropriate. It was it was a very piratey looking this, picture.
2: Johnny? Oh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Somebody was playing
0: Wind Waker on a Steam Deck. I won't name no names.
2: Oh my gosh! <laughs> Lock them up.
0: I mean, you probably bought it at least twice, right? So I mean, it's it's like it's it's, uh, (laughs) a. But do you think maybe we see Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Shadow Drop?
2: I would love that. I know that's been a rumor for a very long time. Um, You know, I I do think that. if you had asked me at this time last year if that was even possible, I would have said, nah, they would they would never do that. But they did that for Metroid Prime, you know, so maybe for their, you know, remasters, uh, they're more willing to do Shadow Drops for that. Do I think they would do it for a Zelda game? Maybe not. I think that they still have that saved for a rainy day. Maybe that's next year. Um I don't know. I, th- I, I I think in a perfect world, I would love to play Wind Waker on my Switch. I, I think that that's long overdue. Um, Twilight Princess 2. Uh, that would be very cool. On the side. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm um, wrong. I don't think it'll happen, but uh, it, would be, it would be a good one.
0: I think if we get anything, it will be something like that, like a remaster, like maybe Metroid Prime 2 and 3, Shadow Drop, and then... You know they could they could release it digitally that night and then wait a month Physical. or two yeah. to release physically. Yeah, I mean, I still I still think Switch Two is getting revealed. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm on that hype train.
2: Uh that would be big. That would be really big.
1: What a troll! What it what it is going to um, be though is yeah. uh, we had the Mario trailer last year. Okay. We're getting, the, we're getting the Zelda trailer. We don't know the <laughs> cast. Trailer. Chris Pratt is going to be Ganondorf. Oh, no they will know for sure if
2: um nintendo has something big if they you know you know tweet on social media um you know tune into the game awards like that's how you know that they'll have something interesting
0: they have nominations though like that's the thing they have nominations yeah
2: true do they really care though
0: (laughs) they they released like a nomination trailer
2: they care Oh, did they? I think so. I like,
0: uh, like maybe when the nominations came out, they released a trailer for uh, Tears of the Kingdom and, and Wonder.
2: Okay, that's fair.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they well, care, though? That's a good question. Do most developers care about the Game Awards? Because, I don't know, whenever I see people at the Game Awards, it looks like they're falling asleep, or they would rather be somewhere <laughs> else. Like, maybe it is nice to be acknowledged, but...
2: It's a nice free marketing for them, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think they care at all if they win, besides the fact that, oh, yay, it's a little bit more free marketing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I just, I think the Game Awards are fun. I think that they are needed. I mean, it's kind of like what Johnny and I said last week. Nothing is needed. Games aren't needed. But since that is the thing that we love, um, it is nice to see those that are celebrated. It is nice to bring attention to some of those games. You talked about games for impact. I saw a TikTok that was, uh, chance of sonar is the oh, dark souls yeah. of Duolingo. And that is quite the hook.
0: What?
2: Yeah.
1: Cause in the exactly. game, you, you don't know the language that they're speaking. So you have to figure it out. You have to figure out all these different clues and look at their, um, they're writing and figure out what letter that could be. So, I mean, I think it's, it's pretty cool And the town itself, like in the game, they're, they're dealing with something kind of um, important and they're really upset about it, but you don't know what they're upset about. So you kind of have to decipher it uh, through their, their language. You're learning a new language as you're playing it. Um, cool. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's cool that you just have even TikTokers that are talking about games like that, that are bringing light to games that you might not know about, but because it's at the game awards that gave the opportunity for that content creator to talk about it. So there is a lot of good. I don't really know. Jeff Keighley has big shoes to fill being in charge of an award show that is supposed to be the biggest night in gaming. Obviously there can always be something to be improved on. Uh, but to make it a perfect or as good as can be show. I I don't envy him. I'll say that. Like, I, I think <laughs> I would not want to be in his shoes.
2: It is a big task for sure. A lot bef- of people tune into it.
1: Every year it keeps growing
2: mm-hmm.
1: because it's one of the only award shows that's streamed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, before no, it's the last announcement
0: of the of the night. What's that? What is your game of the year, Rebecca?
2: It has to go to Tears of the Kingdom. You know how much I love Zelda. Um, this was my most anticipated game for a really long time, and probably the game that I poured the most hours into uh, this year. Uh, do I think it'll win game of the year at the Game Awards? Absolutely not. Uh, but it is my personal game of the
0: year. I know everybody I talked to today... Says Tears of the Kingdom. That's the three people here. That was the joke.
1: You cut out, so I couldn't really. Hear oh, what you oh said. I cut
0: out. My bad. I said everybody that I talked to today has said Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. And the joke—it's—it's it's you two. So like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you? Since we're we have you on, uh, did you like Tears of the Kingdom more than Breath of the Wild?
2: Uh, Yes, it actually has made Breath of the Wild um, feel irrelevant for me. I think Mm. that, um, you know, when I when I want to go back and play Zelda on the Switch, uh, I think I will pick up Tears of the Kingdom every single time because I think that it just does everything that I wanted Breath of the Wild to do. And I don't feel like there's too much reason to go back to Breath of the Wild after playing Tears of the Kingdom. Um, So it's definitely my favorite Zelda experience on the Switch.
0: Wow. High praise. I mean I I can see that. That I I agree. I mean Breath of the Wild's fantastic. It changed the series as a whole. But I don't I don't see myself wanting to go back to Breath of the Wild when there's Tears of the Kingdom there because there's just so, like so much more to do in Tears of the Kingdom.
2: I agree.
1: Uh, Combining but- weapons is I mean like going back and trying to do that in Breath of the Wild you can't. But mm-hmm. it's weird to think that that is something that was uh, something that was to come, I guess.
2: Right. Who would have thought?
1: Yeah. The Johnny?
0: Well, that's the what correct, correct answer, so... <laughs> <laughs> I well, guess what do you guys
2: th- think will win Game of the Year at the Game Awards?
1: Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going in confident. I like it. I don't know. I really think that Baldur's Gate is probably going to take it, and I... I think that Tears of the Kingdom is a great game. A lot of people love it. It doesn't feel like it had the same kind of staying power that Breath of the Wild did. Now, 2017 was a different time. Um, and it was just something brand new for the series. And we got a lot of what was in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, which is great. That's what we wanted. But the conversation around it didn't really stay as long as I think Baldur's Gate did. Like, people are still talking about that game. Um, but I don't know. Maybe the game awards will throw us for a loop and it it will be Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know. I'm going to say Baldur's Gate.
2: I think Baldur's Gate is the one that deserves it the most. Uh, The game awards usually has a way of finding finding a way to uh, award the game that I don't think should win, Uh, so maybe it won't, but I think that's the one that deserves it the most.
0: Yeah, and I would I'm okay with Baldur's Gate winning. That one is probably the one that I'm okay with. Anything else besides Tears of the Kingdom doesn't make any sense. I
1: thought you were just going to talk about Spider Man. We were going to go on another <laughs> hour of you talking about <laughs> Spider Man. Tell you those side missions—they ruin it. They ruin it. <laughs> they like, have ruin you played
0: me. any of the? Uh, have you played the other other uh, games in the Game of the Year category?
2: Me. Um, I, uh, I have not played the remake to Resident Evil four, but I've played the, the original, um, I know that doesn't really count, but, um, no, I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've watched a lot of wonder, you know, I've watched a lot of Baldur's Gate. Um, I don't know too much about Spider-Man or Alan Wake, but, um, I don't, I don't see as much buzz about those two anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: I I think the, the, the biggest conversation is does, uh, wonder deserve to be there.
2: I'm surprised that it's there. Um, From what I've heard people say, this is like one of the best Mario games of all time. Um, I I can think of some games that I would rather be there. But again, I haven't played it. So who am I to say?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I do think it's a fantastic game and it is a it's a it's a Nintendo game. So, yeah, it deserves to be there. But it's not. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, there, there are some other games that I think, sh- well, at least one other game that I think should have been nominated that wasn't. I don't know if it replaces Mario, but it, I think Sea of Stars should have been there.
2: <gasps> oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you said that. I love Sea of Stars.
0: It's it's they always dominate like a smaller game. There's always a smaller game in give me except for this year. And
2: I think Baldur's Gate counts as our indie game. Of our is that indie an indie nomination? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I mean, I know,
2: isn't that crazy?
1: <laughs> that <a cop> <laughs> that
2: is, but Dave the Diver isn't.
1: Huh?
2: If we're going by like definition of what an independent game is, yeah.
0: Hmm. Well then, then I'm, I'm okay with it winning. I, I'm okay with that winning, just not Spider Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> someday uh, I'll have to ask you about why why you have such a bone to pick with Spider Man
0: it's uh he's jealous i beat he it, no, I that beat he it. so i actually, I, actually and... I played it <laughs> i don't know so I, that series is overrated and uh that's all i'm gonna say about that wow. a lot of people well, mad
2: with that one
1: yeah <laughs> the game Rebecca, series is
0: overrated <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show and i i really do admire everything that you really said about just you know, if we are listening to others, then we're learning. That's really what we try to do with this show is fix people's communication errors and um, just try to get them out of their circles, start conversations. That's not arguing, but mm-hmm. discussions. And that is how we'll grow. So thank you so much for all your your words and insight cool. and really appreciate Thanks for
2: it. for having me on the show. I love, um, you know, I love talking about games, so I really appreciate that you invited me.
1: Well, where can people find you?
2: Uh, You can find me at Forest Minish uh, on Twitter. I stream on Twitch. Um, I uh, do some other cool stuff on the internet. I write. I podcast. uh, But you can find all my stuff on on those two places.
0: Johnny, where can people find you? I'm Johnny everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, the Nintendo PowerCast, which we went in-depth on the Game Awards last week. And also to the video watchers, Cheesy's wearing a green shirt.
1: So please do something with that. <laughs> well, you, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and the Nintendo PowerCast, C 64 uh, C-H-E-E-Z-Y-C-64. Rebecca, thank you again for being on.
0: Yeah, thanks.